0: Hello and welcome back everyone for another podcast episode of ACETO Magazine. I'm your host Emre Schentürk and today I have a very catchy topic for all of you and it is how to become rich. So sounds very cool, very attractive, right? Uh, certainly not the first time somebody's going to <laughs> sell you a tactic or strategy how to become rich. Um right off the start i'll tell you i'm not going to give you a time limit on that one so it's not going to be becoming rich in 3 months or something like that but um, i thought it is an important topic yeah uh, no matter how normatively i approach many things or all of my my analysis and, and put the monetary aspect you know um, yeah second to to everything else and later in in this analysis or in in this talk Um, You're also going to see that I'm doing it here as well. But uh, nonetheless, I think monetary wealth and uh, affluence is important. It enables you in this contemporary system as we are in right now, enables you uh, to do certain things in certain ways. And no matter how the ideal world should look, in today's world, money is important and you need to have a certain amount uh, or yeah you need to be have a certain degree of freedom uh, in this regard in order to be successful in or efficient in other realms of your life and in other aspects of of what you do so so i thought um, i'll just make an episode on how um, or some general principles of accumulating wealth and so on and so forth how can I talk about this? Uh, because usually I'm making political and societal analyses. Uh, so far, I haven't told you, but uh, I am full-time, uh, full-time manager in a financial anal- uh, analytics firm. Uh, we are analyzing the stock market developments, uh, stock prices, commodity prices, uh, cryptocurrencies as well. So we are analyzing those assets on the basis of technical analysis and um, uh, apply it, and then we can make predictions on how those values are going to develop in the future. Uh, We are pretty successful with that. Um, This is a German company, but this should not be the focus of this talk. Um, I'm just trying to tell you with this that I think there's some some sort of understanding of financial matters. Beginning with the first yeah, prerequisite uh, of becoming rich and wealthy is that you should not put money in your focus. I mean, this is contrary to a lot of things that you hear on the internet and on social media as well. They tell you, yeah, you have to focus on your money, um, you know, get that dollar, this and that, but this is actually just one in a million, you know, who can actually become rich by doing that uh, without harming other aspects of uh, of his life. So this is the first thing that you got to delete out of your mind, that you focus on money and then you become rich. Because this actually, um, you might get the money, you might become financially rich, but because you focus your whole energy, you know, you, you put your soul into into earning money just for the sake of money, uh, you start to lose in other aspects of life, and then the money is not worth anything anymore, right? You want to keep, in a, uh, keep it in a balance, right? And you hear it from a lot of businessmen, um, especially Jeff Bezos is very outspoken on this uh, topic, and I totally agree with him, that you need to be passionate about something, and then the money would certainly come, you know, the financial success uh will come to you i mean this is a very simplistic account i totally agree with him but um the technical component of that is that he actually tries to say he's not saying it because i mean this is actually um the next level of what we um, yeah what we think um behind the concept of you know being passionate about something is that you dig deep into the technicalities of whatever you love and whatever you're great at and you excel at that point and um, exceed uh, your, your peers so that the economy is actually bound to pay you for your services and all the product or the, the good that you're producing and selling right meaning that if you are a chemist and you just do this for the sake of being a chemist put all your passion and all your 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 mind and soul into it The market cannot but to pay you for that because you're producing the best product there is, right? This is the thinking behind it. But I mean, this is a very general principle. I mean, you will hear it uh, everywhere else. So this uh, this is nothing new. But the second thing that you need to keep in mind is do not think that you'll ever have this one day where everything changes. This is very important. This is a central point. Many people believe that when they do certain things and Being all this passionate and and stuff, that one day they will get paid a huge amount of money and then obviously they're overnight, you know, they become rich. This does not happen. It doesn't happen that frequently, right? This is just like winning the lottery. And because of that, many people on the way of becoming rich become disillusioned because this day never comes. There is no day where they wake up and all of a sudden all the work uh, has paid off and they have millions on their their bank account. This is not going to happen. So you also have to delete this thinking that you work for one day when you become rich and everything changes for you. Nothing is changing overnight in 99.9% of the cases or, or, or of the people who try to become rich. So how to become rich then? It is actually the knowledge or the acceptance that wealth will take a lot of time to accumulate, right? You have to think in, in, in decades in terms of wealth and not in days, uh, days, <laughs> I mean not not even in, in months or, or years, right? You have to think in decades uh, just to have a chance to become um, wealthy and I'm just talking about wealthy and not super, super duper rich, right? The way to do it is, and this is also a very, um, it's a very difficult path. It is not like you just wait 30, uh, 20, 30 years, and all of a sudden this day again comes, you know, and then all of a sudden you wake up and say, "Well, uh, I'm rich right now." Instead, you just have to be persistent and um, be also very disciplined in saving your money. Ideally, you put half of your monthly income aside and then invest it in, in stocks. This is the best thing you can do. I mean, over time, uh, losses are going to be flattened out, depending on your portfolio composition, which is uh, which obviously needs to be uh, quite balanced. Um, but even that, you know, even those inefficiencies, you know, flatten out over time, and you have um, pretty neat returns. With a saving rate of fifty percent a month, you can move mountains virtually, and obviously you're going to need um, yeah, a few decades to become to the point uh, to to reach the point where you want to um, see yourself but obviously, this is also a heavy burden because you're just living with half of what you make, and um, this can be this can be stressful this can also be frustrating because Even if you make um, good money monthly, half of it, you, you don't really see it and you cannot use it, right? And this is for 10, 20 years. I mean, it is frustrating. It needs a lot of discipline, but this is a guarantee for success financially. I mean, guarantees in this realm, you will never hear them, but this is, yeah, this kind of approach is the guarantee to success financially. But it's also, as I said, you know, you paid the price for this guarantee in form of discipline and um, also, yeah, kind of scaling back your expectations and your lifestyle and so on and so forth. And 20, 30 years from now, you will probably not need this money because you're so used to living under your means, a bit below your means that, I mean, if you have those millions, it would not really make a difference because you're happy uh, in any case, but also a savings rate of 30% a month is quite good. Actually, you know, if you want put put away one third of your uh, monthly income, you're also uh, very well off. And then obviously you have to invest in stocks. The thing is with balancing out your stock portfolio, and many people do this by um, investing in ETFs, which is also possible, of course, but the returns and uh, kind of the performance is not that great. Um, you need to really also control your emotions when it comes to selling and uh, when to buy in, and so on and so forth. But especially when researching for stocks, do not make the mistakes that you overload your portfolio with, yeah, with uh, stocks that you think are going through the roof. You also need to have some stabilizers, and they need to make up at least forty percent of your portfolio in order. Uh, to anchor all these uh, risky investments so if you save your money and each and every month you put like um, a certain amount of money into your uh, stock um, portfolio and buy new stocks and each and every month these are risky investments this is this is not a guarantee for success because they might all go bankrupt and um, delisted or something like that and then uh, you don't know what to do in the end and you just lost a lot of money while also living below your means for, for quite some time. So you need to anchor, anchor these uh, positions with some strong blue chip companies that you really know are going to be there forever. I'm not going to tell you which ones uh, these are but i mean you can probably guess i mean it's it's just a matter of thinking uh, what kind of sectors are going to be there in the future as well what we need in order to progress as a society and then you have to wait and you have to do this each and every month and then you will forget that you wanted to become rich as there the cycle again um, yeah or we can we we can reconnect the idea from the beginning uh, to what i've said uh, just now you don't put money um, in the first place because you know it will take many many years until you have accumulated quite uh, yeah, a solid amount of money that you can use for further investments in real estate and so on and so forth which you should also do this is also a um, diversification of asset classes that you um, should really consider Of course when you have the means to do so and at that point you forgot about that you wanted to make money in the first place and because of that now some kind of a rethinking sets in with people who accepted that this overnight success will not come in most cases and when they say money is not my first priority Doesn't mean it's unimportant, because otherwise they wouldn't be saving like 30, 40, 50% um, each and every month. But then something very important happens uh, in your personal development. And this is why I think the path towards financial freedom also gives you some sort of other freedoms and kind of benefits uh, personally. At some point you will reach uh, because you're saving so much you will reach a certain amount of money after the first let's say five years or so and then you feel comfortable because you know in case something bad happens to you in life at least you're financially uh, backed up and because of that you start to be more relaxed about uh, a lot of stuff not in the sense that you're becoming uh, unproductive or so but there is this down downside risk that has been that you took away from yourself actually and then you can approach other things with greater confidence even though you're not even using the money and at that point because you're living below your means all the time and you have uh, this amount of money oops uh, and you have this uh, this amount of money this means that you do not value The material things that you might have valued at the beginning of your financial freedom journey, and at that point, you invest. If you use the money, you invest it, right? For for many people, uh, money is there to spend. But once you reach the mindset of not needing uh, branded clothes or some kind of I don't know other status uh, symbols, such as cars and everything else once you understood that but you have the money to use and to spend you're not spending it anymore you are investing it and everything you buy is an investment to you this is the mindset that, that those people have for example they have a hobby that they pursue and they are very passionate about they love it you know it makes them happy let's say they go fishing right when you buy this boat or the fishing rods or if you Let's say um, you're a weightlifter and you buy or or kind of uh, build a home gym, right? You don't see it as spending on your hobby anymore. You see it as an investment into your health and in your into your personal wealth. Yeah. And because of that, the aspect of money, the more you have, is getting less and less important. And then it reinforces that you attract more money this can only happen when you live below your means and have the, the mindset from from the outset uh, from the from the beginning of your journey that you don't value money as much and it decreases in material value to you on the other side this makes you also richer as a person because once you understood that for example, you become also more generous and uh, spend it on your family more, because then you're investing it in generational wealth, um, you are investing it in the happiness happiness of others, um, which makes you happy, and this kind of develops over the years into some, some kind of support for your personal development, and this kind of can open the way for you to become a better better person in the end. I know this all does not sound very attractive if you compare it to all the other people who are yeah, kind of promising you that you become a millionaire overnight and stuff. But believe me, 99, uh, 99.9% of the population on this planet is not becoming rich like that. And when we talk about wealth and, and becoming rich... They are not always like super, super, super rich, right? It's well above average and uh, it might be lower, lower upper class and stuff, but this is the reality. This is the rea- reality for a lot of people. And um, the sad reality is also that more people than those who actually made it with those modest means and with this discipline and with this uh, patience and with putting money like on the yeah, from on the priority list, uh, a bit um, yeah, below other more important stuff. A lot more people fail while pursuing the big money. And then they become dissatisfied. And these are actually very poor people. Some people are very, very aggressive in pursuing money. And when they do it, they lose other things like friends, family, their character or Kind of uh, their eye for for life uh, and how beautiful it can be, um, even though uh, because they have like this money money making uh, in mind all the time. So it does not sound spectacular, it sounds boring, it sounds, yeah, it sounds kind of uh, unattractive, heavy, but this is the reality, and this is the guarantee for success. So either you don't have the guarantee, and it's risky and it's very dynamic and then spontaneous and it's very exciting, the money making process. But you can lose everything and you can lose yourself in it. Or you go the safe route, you know, you guarantee yourself this wealth in the future. But the price you have to pay for it is that you put it on second place, you save a lot. You don't buy any unnecessary stuff, you live below your means. You also have some financial hardship on the way there, because when you save 40-50% of your income, and especially in the, in, the, uh, yeah, in the beginning, you will have the problems you know of kind of adapting to that, thinking, well, I make a lot of money, but I'm not actually using it, so it needs some adjustment, but in the end it guarantees your success so investing is very important if you just save it you know you're lost you know you actually lose a lot of money by just saving it and putting it aside and there's also a lot of risk because if the money is set aside you don't know what's going to happen to, uh, to the money but when is investing in stocks over time you can be quite sure that uh, they are going to give you very nice returns and if you're a bit smart about it um, you can also outpace a lot of people uh, in this regard but do not enter the capital market with high expectations you always go in there with uh, with low expectations and really as i said don't put money first you know there are more important things in life and once money sees you thinking like that right it will it will approach you because as it is in every aspect of life the things you chase will also uh, kind of run away from you and uh, in the process, you will lose your mind. So be modest about it and be realistic, you know, be realistic. What we, You cannot expect, as I said, the success overnight. Nobody is going to hand you the millions you want to have. You're not going to win the lottery. Um, you're not going to be approached by um, a sports scout. You're not going to be approached by any company uh, saying well you're the greatest i've ever seen um, start tomorrow with i don't know what kind of salary these are all uh, movie scenarios do not think about them do not think that you be the lucky one you know the one in the million uh, yeah, who who gets this money and uh, has the success um, at a very specific moment in time these are all illusions. And these are the illusions that media tells us in order to keep us busy in chasing this money and becoming aggressive about money because in the end only the big corporations and um, yeah, the media actors profit from it. And you lose your mind chasing this money. Do something that makes sense. Do something where you can kind of show your talent and also... Be very professional in the in the job that you're doing. Take your time. Relax. Put it on second, third on your priority list. Concentrate on your family. Be patient. And at some point, you'll look into your bank account and say, Well, it seems like I made it. I never really realized it, but apparently I made it. So, this is the guarantee. And this is the perfect recipe for for becoming uh, rich and wealthy. But it's not a very, yeah, fast. It's not a very fast route to to, um, to go. I hope you liked this episode. If you want uh, me to talk about these kind of things from the financial f- financial world uh, a bit more, um, yeah, I'm happy to do so. Um, I like the topic. As I said, I'm. Um, Working in this um, in the sector, uh, it's very interesting, and I'm always keen on, on helping people uh, with these kind of. <laughs> I don't want to say advice. I might get in, I might get in trouble, but um, uh, with these kind of ideas and principles that I found uh, very useful to to help them, and uh, I hope you can also yeah had some takeaways uh, that you might incorporate into into your financial planning. So until then, I hope you enjoyed it. Take care and bye.